Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Current Balance. Episode 22. How to make New Year's resolutions that stick. Let's go. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in once again. Uh, Here we are. It's a brand new year. It is 2020 at the time this episode is coming out. So happy new year to you. I am Daniel Bradshaw. I'm your host. And this is Current Balance, a podcast that's just part of a really big free resource from the people over at Marion Community Credit Union. Now, I say it's part of a big free resource because uh, you can go over to currentbalance.co currentbalance.co and not only will you find other episodes of the podcast but you'll also find articles and recipes that save you money and make delicious food for for very little reviews of books and mobile apps and all kinds of different stuff over there so once you're done listening to this episode you get a chance make sure you check out everything else that we have to offer at current balance that's currentbalance.co dot co current balance dot co and it's all a free resource from marion community credit union if you have a question about this episode or another one or maybe you have a suggestion for a topic that we could tackle sometime here in the new year then go over to currentbalance.co and on the menu you can select ask a question there's a simple form for you to fill out and then it'll come to us and who knows maybe you'll hear your suggestion for an episode or maybe we will answer your question as a full episode coming up sometime in the next few weeks. Speaking of episodes, let's get on to today's episodes. It's how to make New Year's resolutions that stick. Tell me if this sounds somewhat familiar. Every December, you draw up a list of New Year's resolutions, but they look depressingly similar to the ones that you wrote the previous year. You're wondering how you can make them different this year, right? This sounds really familiar, and there's a reason for that, because it's really easy for us to think about changing and to dream about it and hope for it, but it's another thing to actually make it happen. In fact, there's research that shows only around like 8% of people actually achieve their annual resolutions, just 8%. But with some careful planning and the right approach, it is doable. And I know when you're hearing this, we're already one week into the new year, practically, But that doesn't mean you can't start resolutions now. The new year is just a number. It it doesn't matter when you want to start. If you want to start your new goal, you want to start that that something new in the middle of March, you can do that. If you want to do it the beginning of December, it doesn't matter. The new year is just kind of a, a common time for people to do that. That's why we're talking about it now. So don't let the fact that the beginning of the year has already passed you by, don't don't let that stop you. Okay? So whether those resolutions you have are about getting into shape or, or taking control of your money or just being a, a nicer, happier person, you can reach those goals this year or whenever you're hearing this, okay? You can reach those goals, and we're going to go over some tips on making changes that are going to stick, 
Okay. Tip number one, make it smart. And you might have heard of this smart goal. Then smart stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. We're going to dive a little bit into each one of those. So specific means you don't want to be vague about how you want to improve. Resolutions like, oh, I'm going to get myself into shape, or uh, I'll try to be nicer. They don't translate into actual tangible steps that you can do. Instead, make goals like, I'm going to start working out twice a week. It's specific. Or, I'm going to do one random act of kindness each day. Again, it's specific. This way, your resolutions are clear, and it's a lot easier to put them into action. Now, the M is measurable. So make sure that your goals have very clear markers so you can track your progress. Some resolutions, like losing weight, uh, they, they obviously just naturally lend themselves to being tracked. But other ones, uh, like self-improvement goals, those are a little more challenging for you to measure. So take the time now. Create markers for your progress that'll make it easier for you to keep track. Achievable in the SMART goal means be realistic about what you intend to accomplish. If you haven't worked out in years, then don't make the resolution that you're going to run a 10K in six months, okay? Instead, you want to start small, like uh, commit to a, a 10-minute daily workout. When you set goals that are within reach, then you're a lot less likely to abandon them when the going gets tough. The R stands for relevant, it's best to concentrate on the areas where you most need to improve. While other goals might sound really noble and really good, you want to work first on the areas where you know that you could use some improvement. It, it wouldn't make sense if you're already in great shape. It would not make sense for you to set a goal that was that you're going to you know, work out every day. If you're already in great shape and already working out on a regular basis, or um, you know, if you already have a good amount of money, set aside in the savings account. It's okay to build upon that and make it a larger goal, but maybe that's saving isn't the biggest area where you struggle. Maybe you have debt that needs to be paid off. Maybe that's the goal you want to go to. So keep it relevant to yourself and your situation. The last part of that is the T in SMART, and that's time-based, meaning you want to set a specific date for achieving each goal, and even each little part of the goal you want to have a deadline for it. So a self-imposed deadline is going to push you to work on your resolution today. Another tip for you to make a resolution that sticks is write it down. Don't just make the list up in your head or, or put it down on a scrap piece of paper that you're going to lose track of within the next week or probably within the next hour or so. Save the, save the resolutions. Maybe on your phone, you can use a, a note-taking app, uh, you can just use the whatever basic note app is on your phone. You don't even have to go beyond that. If you prefer to work with you know, the old-fashioned you know, pen and paper, you can slip that piece of paper with the resolutions, put it into like a plastic sheet protector, and then hang it up in a prominent place. So that way it's not going to get lost and you'll see it on a regular basis. Another key to setting resolutions that stick is don't keep the resolutions to yourself. One of the best ways to ensure you're going to be successful is sharing that journey with others. Here are three ways I'm going to tell you that you can do this. Number one is you can get help from a friend. It's easy to fool yourself into thinking that you've changed. 
but it's a lot harder to fool one of your friends. So pair up with somebody this year and commit to keeping each other in check. Share your resolutions and designate one day a week or maybe it could just be you know, twice a month. But, but have designated check-in days. And then you can note each other's progress and you can give honest feedback on how you might be able to improve even further. Another way is to post your progress on social media. I know this sounds really scary, especially when it comes to the fitness and the weight loss and, and even some of the financial things because it's, it's, uh, it's a very private matter and you may not want to put things out there. So do this within your own comfort level, of course. But when you want to make yourself accountable to a huge audience, social media could be a way to do it. Now, you could limit that. Maybe you have a specific group that you're part of on Facebook and you just want to keep yourself accountable to those specific people. Maybe you can make a group that has to do with your goal and invite people that you trust enough to share your journey with them and with them only. So it's a private group. They'll be the only ones that can see what you're posting, but still there's a small audience that is there to help you, uh, not only help you to be accountable, but also they'll, they'll, they, you know, they love you. They want to encourage you. So they will help and motivate you as you need to keep going towards that goal. And the last piece of this is uh, joining a support group. Now, the, the APA, that's the American Psychological Association, they actually recommend that you join a support group dedicated to your goal. That could be a workout class at the gym, uh, or it could be maybe, maybe there's a group of coworkers. Maybe you want to quit smoking, and you have some coworkers that want to quit as well. So it doesn't have to be a big formal thing. It can just be an informal group of people that are working towards that same goal, and that's another way that you can help to hold yourself accountable. Another way that you can make a resolution that's going to stick this year is celebrate each win. Don't wait until you've shed that last pound. Don't wait till you reach that savings goal to celebrate. Reward yourself for the smaller goals that you reach along the way. So maybe it's a 10-pound target uh, that, that you get on your way to losing 50 pounds. Say so once you hit that 10 pounds, you know, treat yourself. Once you've saved that first $500 on your way to saving $1,000 in your savings account, then celebrate. You know, enjoy that you've made progress, and that's going to give you motivation that you need so you can keep on going. Finally, you want to embrace imperfection. Don't expect things to just turn around completely this year in the area that you've decided to improve. While you don't want to lose sight of your goals, it's also important to accept that perfection is a myth. Trying to force it can leave you frustrated and discouraged. And so much of not only goal setting, but achieving those goals is the mental game. So, you know, you can get to a much better place without things being perfect. So don't expect things to be absolutely perfect. Even if you are hitting some of those goals, maybe the results aren't going to be exactly what it is that you're envisioning because you're envisioning perfection. And you know what? I'm going to leave that little flub in there because things are imperfect sometimes, right? Okay, so with careful planning and hard work, you can make this the year that your resolutions stick. And right now, if you're listening right when this comes out, it's 2020. Maybe you're listening to this in 2021 
or 2025. Doesn't matter. These principles still are going to apply. I don't care if you're listening to this in January or you're listening in June or you're listening in November, right before the holidays. You can set that goal now. It doesn't have to wait for the new year. Again, that that is just an imaginary line that some people start with. So that would be my encouragement to you as well as all the other steps that we've talked about for making those resolutions that stick is you don't have to wait. You're the one that gets to decide. If you want to start something in the middle of the week, start it in the middle of the week. None of that stuff matters. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of the week or month or year or even the beginning of the day. You start when you feel you want to start. That is it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Please tell somebody else about Current Balance, not only the podcast, but also all of the other information we have over at the website, currentbalance.co. And again, if you have any questions or comments about an episode or want to give us a topic that we should cover sometime, then head on over to currentbalance.co and click on Ask a Question. All right, that's all for now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.